Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, best friends! Oh my gosh. Okay. It has been far too long since the end of the year and me... I mean, not that long since the end of the year, but since me kind of trying to figure out, like, when to do episodes, me unintentionally skipping some weeks, just since the inconsistency of just getting my fucking life together at the end of 2021, and hopefully you guys can all relate. Honestly, I just want to start with a big thank you to everyone for even, like, still sticking around. What has been insane to me is that the amount of listens, so I get, like, a little email each week that says how many, like, listens I had. The amount of listens has basically stayed the same, even with me not putting out weekly episodes the last couple months of 2021. And so that means you guys are literally still listening. Uh, We have, it means we have new listeners who have gone back and listened to old episodes and just everything. So truly from the bottom of my heart, like, thank you for still being here. Because I know they always say when you start a podcast, you have to have X amount of like plans and episodes to do and yada, yada, yada. But you know what? Shit like that holds people back from starting the things they want to start. And so it's okay that I didn't have a year and a half's worth of content planned out when I first started the podcast because also, guess what? I'm not the same person that I was a year and a half ago. And that's kind of what this podcast is all about. I always joke that this podcast has basically turned into my own personal diary and people are like, yeah, it kind of is. But y'all love it, and I love you for being here for that, and it's just our time to bond together (laughs) and just have some fun and have some real talk. So for real, for real, please know how much I appreciate you. Super big thank you being here with the Laugh It Off podcast, whether it's just been in the last month or if you've been here since day one, November 2020, I absolutely love you all. If you would do me a favor, if you haven't yet... Uh, get on the Apple Podcast app and write a review. That is how the podcast also gets found by strangers and things like that, which has also happened, which is incredible. People from all over the United States being like, hey, yeah, I just found your podcast on like suggested podcasts. I'm like, what? So reviews like that totally help out with people finding the podcast, uh, share it with your friends, whatever it may be. Uh, Let's grow this thing in 2022 because holy fuck, it is 2022. Oh my gosh. Uh, And we have a plan for consistent episodes in the month of January here. So today we're going to be talking all about my therapy experience. And then the next few weeks, the episodes you can look forward to. So next week is going to be going goalless in 2022. We're going to talk all about setting goals for this year and just kind of my thoughts and things on going goalless, especially coming from somebody who used to be a huge goal setter, vision board, all this bullshit person. Um, January 19th is going to be eating healthy without falling victim to diet culture. Oh my God, I cannot wait for that episode. That has been such a huge thing happening right now is the confusion between the two. A lot of diet companies are now claiming to be anti-diet companies and all of this stuff. So we're going to get into it all. And then last Wednesday of this month, 
uh, January 26th is going to be troubleshooting your body image. So just starting the year off with some of my very best body image tips for you guys. So that's what you can look forward to. Uh, yes, they will be coming out weekly consistently. And I have a few other ideas of things I'd like to incorporate later on down the line, but that's what you can look forward to for January. So let's get into my therapy experience here today. Okay, so one of the biggest questions I got asked in this whole journey was basically like, how did I get started and how did I find a therapist? So I'm going to share with you guys the whole backstory of me starting therapy as well as what the actual timeline looked like. So the timeline for me actually starting therapy, I believe I inquired for an appointment like mid-November. And I think my therapist that I ended up going with had her first open availability appointment for a new client mid-December, okay? So there is, like, not gonna lie, there is a wait to get into some places. If you are somebody where you're like, I can't wait, there are things like BetterHelp that can get you connected with a counselor immediately, and I'm not associated with them in any way, Um, or even just going directly to your primary physician to see if you can get an immediate recommendation or just to talk to somebody who you know cares for your health and cares about you, and then see what steps to do next. So that is kind of what I did. How I found her. So this is the whole long backstory and like how I decided to actually start going. Therapy is something I have been considering for literally years, but would never tell anybody that or admit to that. And I was totally that person who would recommend therapy to everybody else because I believe in it and I'm like, you shouldn't be ashamed to go. But yet I was still like clearly had some shame with going that I hadn't even come to terms with because I was totally that pro-therapy person but yet would never go myself, right? And so people who are like, okay, how do you know if it's time to like see a therapist or go to therapy? And truly my question or my answer is if you're asking that question. If you're asking, should I see a therapist? Like, should I talk to somebody? Like, go. Even if you're sitting here like, well, I don't have anything really wrong. I don't have anything major. Go. Because what I did is I basically waited till I had the feeling that I was going to spontaneously combust if I didn't just get everything in my brain out of my brain and out of my body onto somebody, that's when I finally went. And that's why having to wait a month felt awful, right? So like, granted, we should all have better access and easier access to mental health help. That is definitely true. But also, If you're sitting here waiting till the absolute last second, it's going to be 10 times more miserable those four weeks you have to wait before you can get in to see somebody, right? Um, And some people even talk themselves out of it at that time. So if I can tell you anything from my experience, like go before you think you're ready or like go before you feel like it's actually time. Because I even still go into my appointments and I'm like, I feel like I don't have anything to talk about. So even if you're like, I don't have anything I would really talk about There is shit, I'm telling you, there is stuff that you will find and all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, the hour is already up? (laughs) Like, what? So, let me backtrack. 
years back, right? I would say for the past two years, maybe, maybe even before that, I had been considering going to therapy. Just some of those things where it's the things that keep you up at night thinking about. It's the trauma you endured that maybe you're like, I feel like I should be over this by now. Or the things that you told yourself like, oh, time will heal all, but it's still lives in the back of your head rent-free. Like those little things. Um, or maybe it's big things for you, right? Maybe it is is the big stuff where you're like, my depression is getting really bad or you lost a family member in the last year and you haven't processed it. Like there is a wide variety of reasons to go and seek somebody out. But for me, it was just those little thoughts in the back of my head of like, oh, maybe I should go to therapy or oh, I feel like this shouldn't bother me as much as it is or like whatever, whatever, whatever. And those are the thoughts that would keep me up at night. Literally browsing Psychology Today. So if you have not heard of it, Psychology Today is a website where you can basically browse the profiles of therapists in your area. It's literally like a dating profile, but for therapy. And so I would browse freaking Psychology Today every so often at night and I'd be like, oh, that person sounds good. And I would like daydream about going, but I would do nothing about it. Or I'd maybe even sometimes send them an email asking to see if they're taking new clients. And then when they responded, I would ghost them. So I did that for like two years. And I couldn't even tell you what was holding me back. I think it was, one, the belief that I didn't have anything bad enough to be going to therapy. I also, when this first started, I was still on my parents, my mom's insurance. And so My mom and I are very open. You guys on this podcast know that. And she knows I'm going to this therapist. But for some reason, the idea of me asking her like, oh, what like mental health coverage does our insurance take or whatever, like that conversation scared me because I didn't want to share all of the thoughts I was having with her, all the reasons I was thinking that I wanted to go. And so those were just like some of the things that held me back and not even to mention cost, which now that I think about it, is was such a stupid reason. Your mental health, and I know, again, therapy is expensive and it's not accessible for everybody, but it's fucking worth it, you guys. Your mental health is so worth it. Like, if you're letting the cost hold you back and you can truly afford it, like, stop. Because once you go, it will, it will, it will feel worth it, I promise. So just like all of those little things, I was finding more reasons not to go than to go. Moral of the story, right? And so it wasn't until this November that I finally felt like I had a reason enough to go. And that was when I started experiencing the thoughts and questions about like basically what I want to do with my life. You guys who've been here for a while know that I've kind of been going through that. You know, I have a lot of things that I want to pursue right now. I have my main career uh, with Pure Romance. I have working part-time at the doggy daycare. I have my confidence coaching business. I have this podcast. I have my boudoir weekends that I do with my clients and we do photo shoots. So all of those things and the unknowing of what my life is going to be in the next five years starting to eat me alive. Like just the questions, the unknowing, the wanting all the answers, the feeling like it's too late in life to figure this out, even though I'm only in my mid-20s. Like just some of those detrimental thoughts of like the unknowing and the fear of the future. And so that's when I was like, oh, this is a good enough reason to go. I don't know why I didn't think it wasn't a good enough reason before. Who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have even 
I probably wouldn't have even been in this position if I had started therapy two years ago, right? But I also knew in the back of my head, a lot of those thoughts and and reasons and memories and things that I wanted to go to therapy for two years ago, like those are still here. I still haven't worked through those either. So I'm like, yes, this is my time to like get it all figured out and get it all worked through. Like I had a list of things I needed to go to therapy for by this point, honestly. And so that's when I finally took it seriously, was like, I'm going to inquire in some places. So I looked on psychology today and no surprise, a lot of the people I had like favorited or looked at before don't have room for new clients anymore. And that's when I just started researching like therapy centers or counseling centers in my area. And I found a counseling center that's like one or two towns north from here. And I loved the idea of that. I didn't want to go in person in my town for whatever reason. Again, I don't have shame, but if I can go somewhere where I know I won't see anybody I know, like that's awesome. And I knew this counseling center was right next to a Starbucks. So I'm like, that's going to be my weekly thing. I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to get my Starbucks. Like, that is going to be my thing. So it just felt right, right? So I inquired in this counseling center and they had a therapist who had openings for new clients. Again, of course, it was within a month. And I was like, you know what? I put me in, make my appointment. I, I have to do it. And that's kind of how I did it and how I got started with going to therapy. Um, How the actual therapy works and when you get there. So your first appointment, I think people think it's going to be like crazy or life-changing or whatever. It's literally an intake appointment, you guys. So you do not need to overthink it. You don't have to have everything figured out that you want to talk about or that you want to work through by your first appointment. It's literally just kind of like an intake appointment where you get to know your therapist, they get to know you, they kind of go over what you want to cover, what you're there for, And they are, like, the least judgmental people ever. My therapist, I personally think she's, like, a little dull, which is literally fine because it's just somebody I need, like, just a freaking sounding board, right? (laughs) And I think I needed some of that just, like, she's very just calm, like, calming energy. And so people were like, oh, did you like her? And I'm like, I mean, I didn't dislike her, but I felt comfortable enough with her to talk to her about stuff. And so that's what we did. We just talked about me. I cried and I didn't think that I would cry. I cried at my intake session just because it's the first thing or the first time I had said a lot of these things that have been in my brain for two plus years now out loud, like the first time. Um... It was the first time I had really admitted how confused or lost I am with what I want to do with my life. And it just, yeah, I felt kind of funky because, again, I had never met this woman before, but she was just super comforting, just taking notes. And so she kind of has different pillars of things that we're going to work through and talk about. And each session now is so much easier because even if I feel like I don't have anything else to talk about, she'll go back to something that I maybe mentioned at the intake session. And it's like, so how is this affecting you now? Or like, how, how, where are you at with this? And so she has this long list of all the things that I basically word vomited to her at my intake session that even if I feel like I've run out of things to talk about, she can help bring up. Because that's another thing too is you have to go into it like being open because nobody can help you with something that you haven't like said is a problem, if that makes sense. So like, I'm super glad at this intake session, I just told her 
everything because now she asks the questions and forces me to talk about it. Where sometimes bringing it up yourself is still really hard. So I'm super glad that I was open enough in our first session to just kind of lay everything out on the table because there's things where you're like, "Mm, do I want to bring that up? Do I not want to bring that up? Like, is that weird? Is that stupid? Like, blah, blah, blah. No, first of all, nothing is weird or stupid to them, to be totally honest. It's very comfortable. And honestly, if you try somebody out and you don't feel that same level of comfort, it's okay to switch too. It, it's, it will not offend them. Like they want it to be a good match just as much as you want it to be a good match. So don't feel like you need to go to a therapist that makes you feel uncomfortable or doesn't make you feel like you can open up or makes you feel shame for the things that you've shared. So definitely not my experience, but if that is, like, please, please, please advocate for yourself and find somebody else or somebody somebody new. So, yeah, that's, like, literally it. Wow. Okay, that was not even that long of talking. Let me see if there's anything else I was going to mention. Um, Where I'm going with it, I guess. So right now, I'm still seeing her weekly until we just get a lot of things figured out, I guess. Again, I go into it each week and I'm like, do I really like have something to talk about? Like, do I I have to be doing this? But I do. I want to see a lot of this stuff through to the end. There's still some stuff that we haven't even gotten to. So I don't, it's not even that my, I expect my therapist to have all the answers because they clearly, they they don't, like they're not going to have all the answers. Like she can't tell me, here's what you should do with the rest of your life. That's not what it's for, but they're here to help you find those answers for yourself, if that makes sense, to help you reflect on where a lot of your current thinking comes from, maybe who influenced some of your current thinking, and help you think of things in a new way, come up with answers and solutions on yourself, which is a super empowering experience. Like, you don't always want somebody who just tells you what to do. You want somebody that helps you, like, feel confident in the tools to know what to do yourself. So that's really kind of been my experience so far. I've literally done only three sessions, I think, and I freaking love it. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I accidentally drove halfway there uh, this Monday uh, because I forgot we were skipping the New Year week. My bad. But that's how excited I was to go. I was like, I was ready to go. I was halfway there and I was like, oh shit, my appointment's not until next week. But for now, I am going weekly we find stuff to talk about each week. It's not awkward. It's literally not anything to feel ashamed of. (sighs) Deep breath. (sighs) Even though a lot of people still have shame around it. Like, I don't know. There's nothing to be ashamed of when seeing a therapist. Um, She actually helped me Oh, I didn't even mention this on the podcast. Those of you who follow me on Instagram know this, but she actually helped me find the confidence to ask my doctor about getting back on some ADHD medication. So I have started ADHD meds again, you guys. If you listen to my ADHD episode, you know that I haven't taken them since college, but I started a new kind of medication. And so she helped empower me to just make that appointment with my doctor just to ask those questions because... We're both kind of thinking if I can get some of my ADHD tendencies under control, it will actually help the anxiety I'm experiencing in other places of my life. That was another funny thing, too. I didn't realize, I I didn't really realize that I basically gaslight my own feelings. Like, I, 
I, y'all know I love being positive, but I don't allow myself to be negative. I don't allow myself to be around negativity. I shut down any negative thoughts and experiences that I have, which is not healthy. And she's really helped me see that you can validate your sad, anxiety, anxious, nervous, negative feelings and thoughts. You can validate them. You can feel them and it doesn't make you less of a positive person. And then you can sometimes even counter them with what is positive in the situation. Whereas I was invalidating those negative thoughts and experiences with positivity for many years. But that doesn't make those negative, anxious um, thoughts go away. Like that doesn't make them go away. And so she's really helped me work through that Um, oh, where I was going with this, though, is I didn't even realize till I went to therapy and started sharing some of the thoughts that I have with my therapist that she was like, that is anxiety. Because I have friends with anxiety, y'all, and I am not like my friends with anxiety. So I've always been like, no, I can't, I don't have anxiety. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, I'm the least anxious. I'm the most chill, most go with the flow person I know, which is true. But the thoughts that I was having and have and I was sharing with her is fucking anxiety and I didn't even know it. That's also why going to therapy and getting a third person's like or like an unbiased point of view of what you're experiencing is so, so valuable because I would have never been like, oh, yeah, I have anxiety and I would have never treated myself correctly or gone to my doctor and asked her about anxiety. So, We're currently in the process of me testing out some new ADHD medication to see if it helps my anxiety or like if the anxiety is like if the anxiety is stemming from some of my ADHD tendencies and just being super all over the place and unorganized and unfinished and yada, 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 or if the anxiety is something that we actually need to treat separately. So that was a big aha moment was the fact that you can be positive and still be anxious. You can be positive and still experience depression. Like you can't, like all of these things can coexist. Whereas I just kind of live in like the toxic positivity bubble a lot. Even when I like preach not to do that, I still sometimes fall into that. And I know some of you listening, I've had conversations with you and you're like, I literally have the opposite problem. I only look at the negatives and I only see the the bad in things. And you know what? That's valid too. But that's another reason that you should go to therapy also work through some of those thoughts, see where some of them are coming from, just validate some of what you're feeling, find, get answers and names. Maybe there's something more going on that you don't even realize and just getting help and talking to somebody about it because there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I support you and I love you. So that's what I have for you guys today. That is my therapy experience. Uh, Hopefully that helps you guys just know that it's okay to seek out therapy, that it's okay to talk to somebody about the shit you're going through. Even if you don't feel like it's big, crazy, scary, detrimental shit, it can be like you can literally go to therapy for the most mundane things. If somebody that you work with pisses you off every single week and it's starting to weigh on you, even if it's not starting to weigh on you, you can talk to your therapist about it. If you're like, God, this person just pisses me off. Talking to somebody about it helps. It does not have to be like big grief, depression, 
like suicidal ideation type stuff that leads you to go to, to go to therapy. It can literally be the day-to-day stuff and just having that sounding board, that unbiased third opinion to give you feedback, to empower you to see things differently, see things correctly, see things whatever. So that is what I'm going to leave you guys with is it's okay to go to therapy. You can talk to me if you guys have questions as well. Um, I love you guys so much and I wish you the most healthy mental health year of your life in 2022. Let's freaking do this shit together, y'all. And I'll see you here back next week.